0: Auburn's pursuing a ton of five stars, but what are their actual chances? Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast.
1: Yes. You are Locked on Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked on Podcast
0: Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked on Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much. Making Lockdown Auburn your first listen every single day. Happy Cruton Thursday to all who celebrate we are joined by Brian Smith, Locked On Recruiting Insider. And Brian, it's official visit season. We'll talk about the big weekend of official visits that Auburn has lined up this weekend. Some names that stand out to you, and we'll discuss that. But first things first, folks love five stars, right? Auburn got their first five star in a few years with Keldrick Falk last year. And Brian, they want more. And, and there's a handful of guys that Auburn is not backing down on. And so let's start with KJ Bolden, the safety from Buford, Georgia. And this is a kid that you spoke to recently, Brian.
1: Yeah, KJ is one of the best players in the country. He's he's at one of the best programs in the country, and he's also one of the best kids in the country. Uh, most five-star players, once you get to this point, Eh, they prefer not to really talk to you that much. They get bombarded enough by the Kirby smarts and everybody else of the world. So for the longest time, KJ's got, uh, this is hilarious, but the Ohio state defensive back coach that he would be playing under is a relative of his. a lot of people thought it was Ohio state, but he's in Georgia's backyard. So maybe he'll go to Georgia. Well, now Auburn is really trending and I asked him about it. And he said, the one visit that he took, he loved the campus. He loved the vibe and everything. And I'm like, Whoa, I did not expect that. I just, you know, wanted to ask him about it. I've met yeah. him a few times and he was he's got Auburn right there with them. It's the it's the outlier that I did not see coming, but that's why recruiting, Zach. That is why recruiting is fun. You just never know. And if they can get him back on campus this fall, you know, for a game is what I would prefer they do. I mean, official visits, you get him when you can for five stars, but I think if they can get him on campus, down on the plains, they got a really good shot at this kid,
0: man. Yeah, I mean, what's the timeline for this kid? Do we have any idea? I mean, it seems like he's kind of pushed it back a little bit, which is good for Auburn, I would assume.
1: Twofold on that. Number one, you're right, as far as the initial commitment. But I I say this, it seems like on every podcast and with any five-star kid. Do you think that any coach recruiting him would stop recruiting him if he committed to Auburn or Georgia or whatever? No. No way. So, I wouldn't. I I don't know why you would. It's it's a free country. You could do what you want, but – I think it's a good idea that you recruit the five-star kid until he signs. And he's a great kid. Um, He will be more receptive than most to being recruited after he makes a decision. I will be surprised if Auburn is not in that Like If he's signing day and he's got all the hats on the table, Auburn is going to be one of those hats. They've just impressed him. So uh, good, good job by the staff from top to bottom. And Auburn has been famous for a long time for how good they do official visits. Here's another case. Here's
0: another case. Yeah, Auburn's thing has always been it sells itself, right? Even with, you know, the Gus Malzahn era, they weren't super involved in recruiting as much as they should, but they still always kind of found themselves around the top 10 glass. Hopefully Hugh Freeze can take that to the next level. All right, several five-star wide receivers, Brian, that Auburn is pursuing and you and I talking off off record but it sounds like what well, I, I think wide receiver is the most important position they need to get out of high school and obviously offensive lineman is a big part of that as well so looking at Mike Matthews the five star out of Lilburn Georgia goes to Parkview Cam Coleman the local kid out of uh central Phoenix City Perry Thompson the Foley kid you know it's hard not to compare him to Julio Jones being from Foley I mean that's obviously going to be a big part of uh, comparisons for him, and then Terry Busey, the the, the Texas kid. Uh, most people are recruiting him as as a wide receiver. So kind of give us an update, you know, where do you think Auburn stands with these top-notch, elite, five-star wide receivers?
1: Kim Coleman is the one that I think most people will resonate with because he's Phoenix City. Local, yep. Yeah, no, I mean, and they should. You and I have talked about several times that they've got to do a better job bringing in the kid that lives within an hour at campus. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just logical. And that program is really good. And he's a really unique player with his size. From talking to his seven-on-seven coach and a few of the other recruits around him, I've been given two answers. Number one, Auburn is right there in that top group. LSU would probably be the school I would watch the most. Um, He is buddies with Colin Hurley. And Hurley's committed to the Tigers as well, but the one in Baton Rouge. And he's a quarterback. They played together in seven-on-seven. But the thing that I was told about him at the end of the day He's going to look at his visits collectively. He's taking a long view of this. Don't expect an early decision, so it's not as big a deal. Uh, Matthews is the one I'm a little surprised by. They're allegedly not doing as well with him. My question is why? Um, They have playing time to sell. If you're a receiver and you're from like Georgia, Florida, Alabama, and you're not looking at Auburn, it doesn't make much sense to me. Everybody wants to play early. Mm -hmm. he's a freak. I've seen him before in live and I get why everybody wants him, but Auburn needs to get him back on campus. They can't give up just because they're not number one right now. Georgia Clemson, some other schools are all going to be after him too. I get it. But if you're going to beat those schools on the field, you got, you got to win some of those recruitments and why not him? They've always recruited the Atlanta area. Well, so this Mm -hmm. is no different. Now Thompson is, is the interesting one. I was told by an Alabama source, that Auburn is right there for him. It's 50-50. This is a guy that bleeds Alabama, and he told me that, and he knows the kid, et cetera. I don't see why I would not believe that because, believe me, he doesn't want the kid to go to Auburn. So I, that 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 is really interesting to me. He's from Foley. Yeah, He's from the same school as Julio, like you mentioned, and he's been committed to Bama. That is hilarious to me that in this state, the two schools that just absolutely hate each other, the kids kind of like 50-50 on them. Um, I'm told it it could absolutely go Auburn's way, and it may be trending that way. I just don't know the timeline on it. But he's an elite player. He's a borderline five-star kid. And with Mm -hmm. Auburn's depth chart at wide receiver, Zach, I tell you what, that's a kid that can come in and play early. So, man, look, as an Auburn fan, I'm sure anytime they flip an Alabama kid, I know you do an extra cartwheel. Don't tell me you don't. Uh, I mean, it hasn't
0: happened in a minute, but,
1: but sure, yeah.
0: Sure. I guess they got the tight end, the H back, but that was just so delayed. But yeah, I, I guess that was exciting, but sure. Yeah, no. And then speaking of the, you know, another Bama guy that they're trying to flip, uh, Jalen Mbakwe, the corner, he took an official visit to Auburn this past weekend. Read a few stories, you know, I mean, it sounds like he had a good time. Um, but he said to take his official visit to, to Bama on, I think it's like the 16th. So next weekend.
1: I was told that he's probably going to still stick with Bama. Yeah. But at the same time, why would you even take the visit to Auburn? That surprised me that he even took the visit. Like his dad wanted him to go to Alabama, et cetera, is what I was told initially. So something has changed there. So two points. Number one, you may or may not get him. That'll play out. But the last staff, and even the one before that, probably would not have even got him on campus. Good point. That's that's the bigger point for me. I know you got to eventually get these guys, get it. But you can't get in the game if you don't get them on campus. Auburn staff is already way ahead of the last two staffs. So that's a great sign for the program long term.
0: Yep. Yep. You don't think Mbakwe likes potatoes? You don't think he orders french fries at a restaurant or anything like that?
1: I'm not even going to comment on
0: that, Zach. Yeah, you don't have to. You probably shouldn't. You probably should All right. So this is a big weekend with official visits. We'll get Brian's thoughts on that in just a moment right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show brought to you by bird dogs. You're probably thinking, Zach, it looks like you're comfortable. It looks like you're feeling fresh and you're right because I'm wearing my bird dogs. I'm not going to stand up and show you, but you've got to take my word for it. They're extremely comfortable. They've got the liner in them, so I'm free and easy. There's a lot to like about bird dogs and the price is worth it. They're going to last a long time and I feel good at them. I feel confident in them. And most importantly, my wife likes it when I wear them. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on college and enter promo code locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you once again, birddogs.com slash locked on Auburn. All right, Brian Smith, our guest on this cruton. Thursday and several official visits coming to Auburn this weekend. Let's start with a guy that I think Auburn fans are most interested in. And it's DeMarcus Riddick. This is a linebacker, 6'2, 210. He's you know uh, a Clanton, Alabama kid, committed to Georgia a while ago, I'm trying to find the date. I'm trying to find the date. Here it is, November 4th of last year. And so <laughs> yeah, and then since then, like I don't know if he's been in Athens like this calendar year. I mean, it, it's all been either Auburn or Alabama for his services. I think Georgia's kind of counting him out of their class. So, what are you hearing about Demarcus? Because it's a pretty interesting commitment.
1: When he committed early like that, I just thought, okay, this is a kid that just wants to go to Georgia, and fair enough if that's what you want to do.
0: Yeah, no, they're I good can... with linebackers. I don't blame him. Yeah,
1: oh yeah, I mean. From that perspective, the football part is, is pretty easy sell for, for Kirby and the guys. But your point about him not going to campus and he's visiting the two in-state schools, my only real question is, why did he commit to Georgia in the first place? Because none of this makes sense. So yeah. now the question is, is it going to be Auburn or is it going to be Alabama that he flips to? So again, you get back to the Iron Bowl rivalries. Which one's it going to be? Auburn gets, gets the swing this weekend, if you will. He's coming in. They, no offense. To Alabama, but I, I'm going to go with Auburn on the. They have the ability to sell playing time a little earlier.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they, sure. To me, it makes the most sense for him. He's going to play really early at all. He could even start by the end of his freshman year. So I like their chances. And I don't know how many times he's been to the planes, but it's been multiple.
0: Yeah, I, I think like a regular hilarious.
1: guy. Yep, mm-hmm. I think it's hilarious that he committed to Georgia that early, though. That's the biggest thing. My only other question is, would he be willing to flip this summer? and then stick with it? A lot of these five-star kids like to make a commitment to save their spot and take a whole bunch more visits. Would he be done? And I don't know the answer to that. That's the thing to watch if I'm an Auburn fan. Is he done if he picks us?
0: Yep, Uh, that makes total sense. So he'll be in town this weekend. We'll see what happens from that four-star across the board. Let's stay on the defensive side of the football. Jalen Crawford, uh, Parkview kid, you really like that program. And it kind of seemed like Auburn was – in it early, now it seems like LSU has really, really turned it on, Brian.
1: That's just one of those deals, man. Like, that's a program everybody stops and they see in the Atlanta area. It's just east of Atlanta, um, famed Gwinnett County. It's as good a county as there is in the country for high school football. Parkview is an automatic. Um, I sure. don't know why LSU would be trending for an Atlanta kid. That's really random to me. Corey Raymond's now at UF. Uh, but, you know, LSU still LSU. Auburn needs freaking corners, man. It, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. That that's one of the spots they have playing time to offer.
0: Yeah, it's it's an older position. They're really strong at it right now, but next but yeah, year, yeah, they're, they're gonna need so, more of them.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, he could he could be their nickel as a freshman, and it wouldn't surprise anybody. Possibly. So, yeah. Um, I'm curious to see what he thinks after the visit. I do I just I have a hard time picking a kid from Parkview to go to LSU when he has closer options. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Watch out for the LSU Tigers, sure, but I, I think the Auburn Tigers can make some moves here. Why is he taking the visit if he's really not that interested? He would have, he would have flipped it for somebody. Sure,
0: there. yeah, and, and Zach Etheridge is the lead recruiter, it appears, yeah, and he's a good, good recruiter. Yeah, he he doesn't back off for sure. Staying on the defensive side of the ball, uh, mixed, you know, four star in some places, three stars in others, but Kinsley Faustin, uh from Naples, Florida. You've seen this kid a lot, Brian.
1: He plays for a couple of different seven-on-seven teams that I've seen, 24K in particular. He could be a safety or a corner. He can really run. He's just a raw kid, but that's what South Florida is famous for. Uh, Naples is about as far south as you go before you hit the ocean. So, He's a great kid, too, and he's not somebody that's shy about competition. He will not have a difficult time adjusting to the Southeastern Conference. If he played at a different high school in a more populated area of Florida, he would probably be ranked a lot higher. Uh, with that being stated, I have full confidence that he can play in the SEC West. That's really all you need to know. Any
0: concerns about his size? 510-170. Not the biggest dude.
1: If if you're going to play man coverage and just play bump all the time, you know, you could put him at nickel. You can do different things with him, but he's an explosive kid. So I'm yeah. not real worried about it. Yeah. Kids get hurt more often if they're smaller, but that part of it, a DB, man. You got to roll the dice with kids that got the hips and he he can move.
0: Yep, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. All right, we'll talk about some of the offensive players that are coming this weekend in just a moment, right here on Locked on Auburn. Recruiting Thursday means we're joined by Brian Smith. And if you want to talk about this episode or recruiting with a lot of Auburn fans, be sure to join the Locked on Auburn Discord. It is free. All you have to do is click the link in the episode description down below. Brian, let's bring up a guy that we talked about a few weeks ago, Daniel Hill. He's listed everywhere as an athlete from Meridian, Mississippi, but a lot of folks think he will be a running back at the next level, and he's explosive, he's dynamic, extremely, extremely athletic. A lot of people are now saying he, Alabama is the favorite, but Auburn appears to be certainly, certainly
1: in this. South Carolina, LSU, Mississippi State, wherever he wants to go, he can. Yeah, You're right about the athleticism point. You, you can watch about three clips of him on film. It oh, he's got it. <laughs> it, it. It didn't take a long. Okay, he's a three-clipper. You can watch that guy. Okay, this, this is not, not very sure. hard. Linebacker, running back, whatever he wants. The, the early trend was South Carolina. Alabama's been involved heavily with him. Uh, you could look at him and say he's an old-school Alabama. Auburn got bigger running back. Mm-hmm. I want to see, again, kind of like some of the deals with like Crawford and some of the others, Auburn has more playing time to sell. Alabama just signed two elite running backs. Why would you go there? That's my question. I, I, I mean, I'll be, I get I mean, maybe the
0: they're pitching gadget type stuff because he can kind of do more things in space. You know, maybe not a traditional role. I, I bet that's part of the pitch. It has to be.
1: Yeah. Because I mean, playing times is just not there. It's just not there. I mean, they designed two elite running backs. So mm-hmm. I would be surprised if he picked Alabama in the end, but that's just my gut. If he wants to go there and, and compete more power to the kid Yeah, by all means. But Auburn's the easier way to go. And, you freezed he knows how to run an offense. I bet you this is going to be a much more interesting conversation the next time we talk about him because he'll have already visited Auburn at that point. So i not, I'm not going to be surprised if you see the Tigers mentioned differently in about two weeks.
0: Yeah. And he put out a top eight um, a few days ago, Alabama, Penn state, South Carolina, Tennessee, LSU, Mississippi, Michigan, and Auburn. So um, a lot of big programs. And then, you know, the homeschool Mississippi state in there as well. So, uh, moving on, let's discuss Caleb Holmes. He is an interior offensive lineman, six three, two ninety. 290 Auburn appears to be the favorite. In fact, some, if you subscribe to message boards, there's some folks That's to say dangerous. like, if, if, uh, <laughs> if, if Caleb Holmes doesn't commit this weekend, I'm going to freak out. Like he's kind of the one that a lot of people are, are saying he's on commit watch. So we'll certainly see, but Caleb Holmes Um, a Fairburn, Georgia kid. What are your thoughts on him?
1: That's by the way, don't base your decisions off what people say on message boards. That's a lesson of uh, life right there. (laughs) That's free knowledge that we're dropping here on the Auburn podcast.
0: Uh, They are fun, (laughs) Brian. They are fun. If you treat them as entertainment, it's fun. Okay.
1: I'll accept that answer. I'll accept that answer. Just entertainment, though, not knowledge. Um, Auburn is the leader and he's from a great program and he's a true power guy. Yep he might be able to play tackle and they Lord only knows Auburn needs offensive linemen. So Pittsburgh is like the other school. Oh, you, interesting. I, you know, I, don't, I don't see that. So I I'm going to go with Auburn here. I'm not saying he's committing this weekend. These people that are jumping off ledges, they're on their own. Uh-huh. the road. Make, make two or three visits. Maybe he takes one or more. But uh, Auburn, Auburn's the favorite. There's nothing new to discuss here. He's just got to take his visit, man.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, And and respectable rankings. Four-star across the board. Only rivals does not have him as a four-star. They have him as a three-star. So uh, then our our final guy we'll discuss is uh, an offensive tackle, which, yes, Auburn fans, you can recruit high school offensive tackles. It's possible. We're seeing it with this staff. And it's been a lot of fun, Brian. It's something that uh, that that's new to this Auburn fan base, it's and it's, great. Been great. It's, it's been great. It's been great. Uh, but yeah, this kid, uh, Cone Eccles, he is from Katy, Texas, and we were kind of laughing at his list. He's like, "Okay, A and M, Texas Tech, and then Nebraska and Auburn are there." So he's taking his official to Auburn this weekend, <laughs> reportedly.
1: That that is a hilarious list. Like Katy is a west suburb of Houston. It's one of the best programs in the in the state. This area got bigger. And they got a lot of other schools. Great competition. So he's not going to be a kid that's going to struggle once he gets to the SEC or wherever he goes. Yeah. I think it's funny though that Auburn has found a niche with a kid from Texas when they need offensive linemen. This as a side note. And here's the here's the interesting part. There's been kind of a
0: few, though. Like that um that Casey Poe kid. That's um, true. You know, that's they went true. hard after him. So I mean, they're they're looking everywhere for offensive linemen. They know they need them.
1: Uh well, after what they've been through, they should. Yeah. Um, A&M is the interesting one. Like that class they had two years ago, it seems like a million years ago. That is a school that you would think that they could wrap up a kid like that early. Mm. Took the visit, didn't hear anything. He still has Auburn, he still has Nebraska, maybe he visits a few more. Like, I'm starting to wonder if he's just gonna leave state. Like if Auburn's not the best bet, because Offensive linemen tend to recruit or pick a school earlier for whatever yeah. reason. It's less drama with offensive
0: linemen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he's right down the road from AM. He's like an hour and 45 minutes from him and he didn't commit. So I'm starting to wonder if he just wants to bay a moose and see different pastures. And again, Auburn needs offensive linemen, man. And I'm, I'm not afraid. No offense. I'm not afraid of Texas Tech. I'm not afraid of Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I bet you this is Auburn or AM.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. I mean, he's certainly um, certainly a guy that a lot of folks would want on campus. Is it rated everywhere? And so we'll, we'll see him kind of get his stock moving up more and more, probably over the course of the summer, I would think, whenever they roll out new rankings and update those. So we'll see. Brian, as far as like what goes on on an official visit, and I'm sure it varies from coaching staff to coaching staff, I'm sure it varies from campus to campus. But what do you think, like, what for folks that aren't familiar, what's the biggest difference between an official and an unofficial? Because an official, you know, the school can pay for everything, right? A hotel and all that. But
1: there's more. There's more to it, right? There are two or three things. Number one is the pay, though. Like, especially, like, the, the kid we just talked about. He's from Houston. That's not a, tr- you know, to sure. fly or to take your family. That adds up.
0: Yeah, two or three nights in a hotel. Yeah, totally.
1: Right. Absolutely. And then the other part is the academics. You sit down with a professor or somebody and say, well, this you show the mom like it's okay if you send your your kid here. Here's why. It's one thing to tell somebody on the phone to see it, to go into rooms, go into meeting rooms. That's what it is. It's the eyeball test. I've heard that for years from from parents. Mm. Once we saw it and then they just kind of fill in the blank. Sometimes it was good information I got about a school and other times it's like, yeah, sure. It makes or breaks you. Because you can only see so much. Most of the time, an unofficial is one day, four or five hours. You get mm-hmm. 48 hours at School X on an official, and it's paid for. It, they're completely yeah. different. And so, it, they seem
0: to be more business-like, too. I mean, unofficials, you'll come up on a Saturday, hang out with a bunch of other guys that they're talking right. to. It's fun. There maybe some games or activities or things like that, and goofing off. Official visits seem like it's more of a, an interview-almost type thing, more, more business-like. For both sides to kind of make sure that fit is there.
1: Absolutely. And with Auburn, just for instance, you're not going to explain. I've been to Auburn once for a uh, game day visit. It was unbelievable, but you couldn't have explained that to me. You have to experience. I mean, you're an Auburn fan, so you know, but if you're from Houston, you're not going to be able to explain that to some parent. You're just not. So you have to get them on campus. It's a little easier for schools that are in a big city like Miami or SC because a lot of the kids go around there all the time. Mm -hmm. But for a school that's further out, the official visit is humongous. Auburn being obviously one of those. Sure.
0: Brian, how can people check out everything you've got going on, man?
1: YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Scout underscore Florida, brother. That's, that's where I'm at. Got to have some fun with this, uh, this month, man. We're going to see the recruiting rankings change. You're going to see a lot of different teams. Auburn included, hopefully, for your sake and for some of your brethren on these messages, we to get a few offensive linemen so we don't yes. have people jumping off bridges and stuff. Yes, hopefully. And, uh, hopefully. Everyone <laughs> be patient. Well, yes. asking Auburn fans to be patient is probably a lot. We've been yeah,
0: through probably. it, Brian. Don't judge us. We've been through it. Oh, I've judged. Yeah, <laughs> I've judged. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow. Be sure to, in the meantime, be sure to check out all my root work, auburndaily.com, and we'll wrap up our week together tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn.